Hey you guys, it's Mackenzie Fox and I'm back at you with episode 29 of Just Mackenzie Things. And right now I am curling my hair, getting ready for church. Um, I have been like so tired all weekend. So last night I went to bed at 9.30 uh, and I just didn't feel well yesterday. I was supposed to go to a friend's going away party um, at work and I didn't go because I just didn't feel good. Um, so yeah, I've been sleeping a lot, resting a lot, which I think um, was necessary for me. But today I wanted to talk about my books and my journey to becoming an author since my first book is publishing this year. I'm so excited. Um, so I kind of wanted to talk about my journey um, to becoming a children's book author um, and where it started and how I got here and really what's to come next. So writing for me has always been a long time, um, I guess, hidden skill of mine. Uh, I've always loved to write. I journal every single day, um, but I also just like to write little stories and I've always just had a very imaginative mind. Um, and if you know the dance side of me, that's probably not shocking because um, I love to choreograph uh, unique dances with different themes. Um, but writing is kind of the same story for me. Um, when I was seven years old, I was obviously in first grade and we all had to write a book. And so I wrote this book called The Dress I Made. And I guess it was about a little girl and she didn't have a dress for a fashion show. So it basically tells a story about how this little girl couldn't find a dress for the fashion show. So she ended up making her own dress and then um, she was able to do the fashion show and won the fashion show. So I conglomerated this whole story when I was seven years old. And I'll never forget this. My teacher, Ellen Bybee, probably top five favorite teacher of mine, she emailed my parents and she said, Dear Mr. and Mrs. Fox, um, I just wanted to, uh, it was it was kind of like along these lines. She was like, I just wanted to compliment um, your daughter's work that she did independently. Um, and I think that she needs to publish this work. I also believe that your daughter um, has the creativity and talent to write children's books independently with the topic of her choice. And so basically she was using the letter to say, this is my support if you want to move forward with publishing this book. Um, and one day I think that she would be a children's book author. And I remember that happening in my life. I remember my parents telling me that when I was little. I remember them saying, Miss Bobby thinks you should publish your book. And you have to keep in mind, I was so little and young and I was just a happy little kid. And I did a lot of other activities too. And so, I mean, we took it as a compliment um, and I was happy. But I just remember we didn't do anything with it. Um, we didn't move forward with publishing or anything, but I wasn't sad. I was so little. I was just so, just a little girl in school and I just enjoyed school and going to dance and um, being at home with my family. So I didn't really want to publish at the time. Um, but I have, long story short, I've known since a young age, I was good at writing. Um, moving up in my grades, I would write poems and my teacher, it was so embarrassing. I remember in fifth grade, my teacher read my poem out loud to the class because she thought it was good, but I was so embarrassed because I didn't want her to show everybody um, because I just knew that it was kind of like an unusual um, thing to be able to do pretty well. Um, 
so I actually kind of hid that talent just because I didn't know how to express the fact that I was a writer um, without it being kind of uh, perceived as odd or strange um, because I've always felt a little different um, anyway so I didn't want to feel even more different I guess so then last summer now we're getting to how I got my first book and what books are to come um, just so you can kind of have an idea but last summer I was in a college class um, because I had to take 12 credit hours uh, to get all of my education credits to become a teacher uh, and that'll be on another podcast how I was not an education major but now I'm a teacher but um, I had to get 12 credit hours to uh, basically be able to get my certification so I was in class and our teacher had us write on the board different classroom management strategies we use in the classroom. So I wrote on the board, I wrote Jerry the Giraffe. So essentially what Jerry the Giraffe is, it's actually something I made up when I was a dance teacher um, because a dance studio room can get really loud. And so I would put my hand up in the air with this giraffe and then the whole class would do it back and that would just make everybody be quiet. That was basically just our symbol of like the giraffes in the air seeming to be quiet. And I usually taught it to the little kids or the minis. I would say, okay guys, this is Jerry. And I would say, um, when I put Jerry up, that means that his mouth is full because look at how tall he is. I would be like, he's eating grass. So he's in the trees eating grass. So he can't talk when his mouth is full. So when he goes up in the air, you guys are gonna do it back. And then that means to be quiet. And it always worked in a dance studio setting. And so I tried it out in a classroom setting when I started being a teacher last year. And I mean, obviously if you're a teacher, you know not all um, callbacks and like command to attention uh, strategies you use work, but it works 80% of the time when I put the giraffe in the air. Um, and so I wrote Jerry the giraffe on the board and my professor went around and she was reading the responses and she asked what that was and I told her I was like oh it's a giraffe I was like I should put it in the air and then the kids um are quiet and she goes oh she goes did you get that from a children's book and I kind of paused for a second and I said no I said I, I made that up myself and then I don't know what clicked in me but I drove home that day and I remember I called two of my friends and I said I'm writing a children's book about this thing I do in the classroom. And they were laughing at me because they think I'm a little odd anyways. And so I was like, I'm doing this, I'm writing this book about the giraffe and um, what he does in the classroom. And they were like, okay. So I go home the same day and I write the book. Um, I kind of edit it over the next week and I send it off to a couple publishing companies. Now, in the meantime, when I sent the book off to the publishing companies, I did some research and basically in the publishing world, there's two, actually three different types of publishing. There's um, traditional publishing, which is essentially when you uh, send your book off to a publisher and then if they choose to take the book, they will traditionally publish it through their publishing company, but they get a cut portion of the sales and you only get a specific amount of royalties. But then there's also self-publishing where you publish the book entirely yourself. Now you can do this through 
Amazon, um, Kindle Direct Prime, Ingram Sparks. There's lots of different platforms. And essentially when you self-publish, you have way more control over the book and you get more royalties and you have more freedom to pick where you want the book to sell, what price point. You just have a lot more freedom because you're not sharing um, essentially the title and the work of your book with a publisher. So I submitted my book off to like probably 10 different publishers and there was like two that picked them up. But I then realized, I was like, do I even want a publisher to have the rights of my book? And when I looked into self-publishing, I was like, really, I don't. Like, it just seems like self-publishing is the way to go. And I watched a lot of videos on it and I talked to a lot of authors and they kind of said the same thing. So then I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to self-publish my book. So... Then we get to illustrating the book. Okay, so the illustrations have been the biggest pain in my AWS. Um, not gonna lie, because I've been working on them since last September and it has been a whole conglomerate of things that have happened. So when I got my illustrator, so first off, if you're an author, basically you can join these pages and you can um, freelance hire um, different illustrators. So that's what I did. I was like, hi, here's my book. Um, <clears throat> I'm looking for somebody to illustrate it. So I found an illustrator and I'm not gonna say names because that's very rude, but I did not vibe with this illustrator at all. We spent um, probably four to five months working on the book and it just felt like pulling teeth because we were never on the same page. Um, and long story short, I spent, I'm not even going to say the amount, I spent a lot of money on something that I ended up not even using. So the illustrations I originally paid for are no longer my illustrations that I use in my book. So basically, you live and you learn because I wasted so much money on my first illustrator just to be disappointed and I did not vibe with my illustrator at the time at all. So I had a whole entire book done. He finished it um, and I didn't like it. I didn't like the format. We were always arguing. It was a really bad situation. But then I get back on my little illustrator page and I found another person that I love. Um, we have worked so well together and she has just been really helpful in enhancing the vision of the book. And then I have a friend that um, is doing all the graphics for the book. So she's doing like basically all of the text in the book. So any part of the book that is the actual story, she's going in and she is um, putting the story in the book. So I have the illustrator doing the art and um, my friend is doing the text portion of the book. So really what is next for me and what's next for the book, or books, plural. Um, so since I had to start the book entirely over, that process, well, not the book. I had to start the illustrations entirely over. Um, I started the illustrations over entirely about a month ago, but luckily my illustrator now is much quicker 
uh, more responsive, um, we're more on the same page, we speak the same language practically. Um, so hopefully it's done by the end of this month is what she's saying. Um, from there, the book will be published on um, Amazon KDP, so Kindle Direct Prime. So you'll be able to buy a soft cover and I believe a hard cover of the book. Um, and so that's for my first book. Um, it's called Jerry the Giraffe, Quiet in the Classroom. And essentially the book is designed for teachers to read to kindergarten through second grade students um, and kind of teach them a way uh, that they as a class can be quiet and it gives them a little story um, which is kind of the entertainment factor of the lesson itself but it's the book serves as a lesson and a story for children um, and it's meant to be read by teachers to students um, but that's not all I have two more books on the way as well and I'm super excited for those as well I don't think I'm going to announce the titles today because I kind of want to wait till I get some illustrations for those going, but I will say that my second and third book are also children's books. Um, do I ever feel like I'm going to get out of the children's book sector? I don't know. I mean, I, I love writing, but I really do like writing children's books. Children are my bread and butter. I love being imaginary. I don't know if that's a word. Imaginary? Imagine? I don't know. Um, I should know that. But I love using my imagination and just writing cute little short stories. So I feel like I'll definitely just stay within the children's book realm. Um, but you never know. I might venture out. I don't know. But my first three books are children's books. The first book, Jerry the Giraffe, um, will be published this year, which is so exciting. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of talk about my journey and being an author and being a writer and even to a lot of close friends, I mean, some of them know, but a lot of people even in my life in general just didn't know this about me, but it's not something that I just go around and like publicize all the time. But now that um, it's obviously becoming more prevalent and my book is actually publishing, I have learned that this is not um, a skill that I need to shy away with having anymore um, because that's what I did for so long. I just didn't tell people. I just wasn't open about my ability um, like I was with dance or business or teaching. I just kept it very um, hermit mode and I've just realized that if I want to do something with it, I, I can't do that anymore. Um, so, I mean, here I am telling you about my books. Um, and it's really cool. And it's kind of scary um, also. But, I mean, I it's cool to see how um, God has worked through my life. Um, the fact that I was seven years old and I had a teacher telling me to publish a book and now I'm 25 years old um, publishing my first book and I'm also a teacher. Um, so it's very full circle. It's a very um, personal experience for me to be doing this and that's why I'm excited to share it and um, I can't wait for the world to see my first book. Um, but thank you so much for listening and being a avid listener of Just McKenzie Things and keeping up with me. And I hope you have a blessed day. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.